Artists That Influence Life and Music, Volume 3. It's not often that a band comes along and grabs a hold of every inch of your being and does not let go. For many, that experience may never really happen. I've been fortunate to have it happen to me on two different occasions. The first time was in 1988 with King's X. It happened again in 2001. In this installment of Artists That Influence Life and Music, I will discuss the band that took complete control of my musical future and has yet to let go. That band is Seven Dust. This installment will be considerably longer than previous ones. This is due to the incredible power that Seven Dust has shown me and how dedicated to them I have become over the years. I will do my best to stay focused and will not go too far off subject and tell the story of how Seven Dust has never disappointed me and why I place them on such a high pedestal. It is hard to really figure out where to start. Logically, we usually start at the beginning, right? But I think we need to start, or at least I need to start before that, before Seven Dust came into the picture. With that said, I will begin in the mid to late 90s and go from there. I joined the Air Force in 1996 and went through tech school and all that great stuff and eventually was stationed at Malmstrom Air Force Base in Great Falls, Montana. I was a lowly airman just beginning my 15-year Air Force career. It was at this time that music kind of took a backseat to life and service to my country. Music was not absent from my life, but the rigors of study and fatherhood took precedence. Also, I was not all that impressed with the musical happenings around this time. Grunge was severely fading, and some strange things things were starting to happen in heavy music. New metal was on the rise and seemingly taking over. Bands like Cold Chamber, Limp Bizkit, and the Deftones were all over the place. Now in Montana, it was like going back in time 10 years from everyone else in the United States. When I had the opportunity to immerse myself in music, I found myself listening to albums that I grew up on. On a lunch break trip to the Base Exchange, which is basically a Walmart on the Air Force Base, a friend of mine, Dave Scott, and I were in the music section. He recommended that I pick up the debut album from Seven Dust. Now Dave and I had very similar musical tastes and I figured if Dave said it was good, it was a safe bet. So I purchased it blind, took it home. Usually when I buy a new CD, it was almost immediate that as soon as I left the store, the plastic wrap was coming off, I was pulling the CD out and as soon as I got in the car, it was jamming. This time was a little different. The CD actually sat at my house for at least a week before I opened it up and listened to it. Maybe I was a little bit apprehensive about listening to it. And I think that was because I heard absolutely nothing about Seven Dust previously. When I finally listened to the CD, I was not disappointed. But it was also, I was just not blown away. I listened to it. But not religiously, 
I was still listening to older albums. Also, Dave was inter- introducing me to other bands like Immortal and Cradle of Filth. Fast forward to 1999, Seven Dust released the album Home. Since I liked the first album, I decided to see what the follow-up would be. And to be honest, I expected to hear the sophomore slump, meaning the second album would be a disappointment when compared to the first album. Holy shit, was I wrong. Everything was an improvement. The songwriting, the production, the sound of the album was so good. I love the album and still do to this day. During my workouts, Home was always in my CD player. The link to Seven Dust began. The songs like Home, Waffle, Denial, and Licking Cream, I was solidly hooked on this album. It wasn't until Animosity, which was released in 2001, was that unbreakable love for Seven Dust forged. Animosity is widely regarded as the album that defined the true sound of the band. I also began to see that Seven Dust was different from a lot of the new metal bands around that time. They were, and still are to a certain degree, pigeonholed in the new metal subgenre. There's no real hip-hop aspect to their songs. There is a programming element to a lot of their songs, but at no time does it take away from the song as a whole. With Animosity, several things became crystal clear. Seven Dust were not here to play. They were here to make everyone stand up and pay attention. Opening with the Ball Buster track, T-O-A-B, or Tits on a Boar, I not only stood at attention, but I knew this band was for real, and I would, more than likely, love them until my death. There was a lot going on in my life at that time, and dealing with a nasty divorce, being a single father, and an Air Force career, and just being all kinds of angry, animosity came at the right time. The album seemed to be written from my thoughts and emotions. The album was nothing short or is nothing short of a masterpiece. Every song on the album is spectacular. And it was the also the album that I realized that LeJohn Witherspoon is one of the most soulful and energetic voices in heavy music. He can capture an emotion and make it tangible to the listener. LeJohn's soulful vocals are complemented with the amazing screams from drummer Morgan Rose. Take, for instance, the song Trust, a song that never gets old. LeJohn sings from the heart and makes you feel his pain. Morgan adds a sense of anger in his screaming of the solitary word, trust. To be completely forthcoming, LeJohn's vocal delivery on the song, like on a song like Christmas Day or Angel Sun, actually gives me goosebumps and sends a shiver down my spine. John Connolly and Clint Lowry are also cemented in my heart with their amazing and underrated guitar work. Vince Hornsby is also an underrated bassist and will always be on my list of favorite bassists. The album Animosity is pure platinum. Fuck gold. Platinum is the only way to describe this album. Seven Dust continued to release amazing albums from 2003 to 2010. Seasons from 2003 felt like, again, the members of Seven Dust knew exactly how to talk to me and how to help me release all of the unhealthy emotions that I had. 
2005 brought the album Next. All I could say at this point was God bless Seven Dust. The track Pieces made me want to beat the shit out of something. It was also with this album that Morgan Rose became a major influence to my drumming. There is something special about his style of playing. Watching Morgan in music videos made me want to see him and the rest of Seven Dust perform live. In 2007, Seven Dust released Alpha. At this point, the love for Seven Dust was bordering on obsession. I had to force myself to listen to other bands so I would not lose track of music as a whole. And in retrospect, I'm glad I did. I would have missed out on a lot of fantastic music. Regardless, Seven Dust was my band and not just a flavor of the month. The music had become a part of me. Chapter 7, Hope and Sorrow, was released in 2008, and it was an album that, in my opinion, fell a little bit short of the previous releases. Now, I'm in no way saying it is a bad album, and I believe Seven Dust are incapable of making a bad album. The difference between this album and the previous albums is Hope and Sorrow is more of a slow burn. More times than not, these are the best types of album. It took more time for me to love Hope and Sorrow. Also, I was comparing it to Animosity, which, again, is not fair to Seven Dust or myself. Each album should stand alone and be void of comparison to previous releases. But we live and learn. 2010 brought the Seven Dust Fire to a whole new level with Cold Day Memory, I made sure to get the deluxe version of the CD that included a DVD which had the making of Cold Day Memory. I watched that DVD on almost a continuous loop for a damn week. If I was at home, that fucker was either playing on my computer or on the TV. Getting to see the guys in the studio and laugh with the crazy shit they would do and say. I would soon separate from the Air Force in 2011. And the desire to get back to a serious band was like a volcano ready to erupt. Cold Day Memory was another out-of-this-world album, starting off with the song Splinter. The album grabbed me and never let go. Even though Animosity was the pinnacle in my mind, Cold Day Memory was right there with it. The songs are heavier, and it felt like Lejean is even more soulful. Clint Lowry came to add more vocal dynamics to the songs. Morgan continued to blow my mind with his drumming and vocal accompaniment. Now that Clint adding another aggressive element to the vocals of the songs, it was like the cherry on top of a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. And if you've never had a Dairy Queen ice cream cake, you are missing out on one of life's great experiences. Let me get back on topic. Black Out the Sun from 2013 and Time Travelers and Bonfires from 2014 continued the love of Seven Dust. But 2015 once again made me stand at attention and seal the deal. I am completely at this point unable to determine what band is my number one. Is it King's X or is it Seven Dust? That question will more than likely never be truly answered. I guess they're tied and I am more than comfortable with that. Kill the Flaw is another near perfect masterpiece from Seven Dust. 
much like Animosity, Kill the Flaw is an album that I can listen to in its entirety on a loop. Every song strikes that proverbial chord on my heart and soul, whether it is the songs Chop, Silly Beast, Cease and Desist, or Not Today. I cannot listen to this album enough. The album is almost five years old and still feels like it was released yesterday. Finally, All I See Is War, the most recent album, was met with excitement. It was proven to be a strange album because it grabbed me almost immediately with the tracks Dirty and Not Original, but the rest of the album is a slower burn. I'm enjoying the album the more and more I listen to it. Seven Dust has been responsible for reigniting a love of music that I kind of fell that kind of fell to the wayside because of life. It happens. To this day, I can always go to this band and I immediately feel recharged and excited about heavy music in all of its forms. I've watched and listened to a band grow and evolve, not afraid to experiment and are completely unapologetic about it. Seven Dust shows integrity with every release. It goes beyond being consistent. It is being yourself and letting your true emotions and feelings be, be seen and heard through your music. Seven Dust has provided me with an emotional release for the better part of 23 years. I would love to be able to have one day have them on this show and do a full interview. And maybe, just maybe, one day say thank you, shake their hands, and let them know that they have helped me in so many ways throughout my life.